Some years ago, a great artist was commissioned to paint a mural in the wonderful window at the entrance to Macy's department store in New York City. A few weeks after he had finished, he decided to walk back to the store and look at his work again. It was then that he discovered that the store had hired someone else to make some alterations to what he had painted. He was so horrified and enraged at the distortion that he threw himself through the window. I wonder if God, I wonder if God has ever felt that way. Perhaps. But if so, God holds back to see what will happen next. Here's another perspective altogether, coming from the side of the creature rather than the creator as depicted in this cartoon, the scene, the Garden of Eden, exiting, fig-leaved Adam and Eve, guarding the gate, the angel with the flaming sword. And the caption has Adam saying to Eve, we never had a chance coming from a perfect family. Actually, that's not true at all. After the humor comes the true reality that we have every chance in the world. So let's return to the creation story which we read earlier. In verses 26 and 27, God said, Let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in God's image. In the image of God, God created them male and female. He created them. The story is pretty familiar to us. I mean, right, we've heard it many, many times or read it many, many times. But when you stop and think about its implications, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, think of it. You and I are created in the image of God. And if that's true, we really do have every chance in the world. The problem is, there are times when we forget that we're created in the image of God. There are days we simply don't feel like we're much of a child of God at all. And when I forget that wonderful status, not of who I am, but of whose I am, my worldview becomes bleak and dreary and downright discouraging. Framing our creation in the positive are these words of the 12th century abbess Hildegard of Bingen. God says, Ever you are before my eyes. God, I am your opus. Before the beginning of time already then, I was in your mind. God's creative purposes far outrun the stretch of our minds and our ability to comprehend time. We can, however, begin to comprehend what it means to be created in the image of God and as such to have a chance in the world. But a chance for what? To do what is in God's nature to do, namely to create. To create. The chance to create is far more than simply surviving and it's much more than merely marking time. 
There are people like that who never understand themselves as being created in the likeness of God. And I would also put those who are only concerned with being comfortable or enjoying life in that same category. The potentiality for creativity is missing because it's not part of one's awareness. And how do I know? Because I've been there. So many voices in our culture try to convince us to only be concerned about ourselves and our own comfort and enjoyment and perhaps that of our closest friends and families. We need to hear voices like that of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., whose memory and words we lift up on this MLK weekend. He created a vision. He created an image that has stayed with us all these years. I have a dream. I have a dream. And I bet most of you could fill in a lot of what follows in that dream. Sometimes the problems of our world seem overwhelming and unending. With the recent and seemingly unending conflict and violence in the Middle East, it just seems to go on and on and on. And even though we don't have all the answers, we are called as being in God's image to help develop and become part of creative solutions. Wherever we find ourselves, we are members of the human family and we are part of the mysterious and unfolding plan of creation. Having celebrated less than a month ago, it's hard to believe, but less than a month ago, the birth of the one who came and was created into the world to make a difference in the world, we are in that same image. And we have been chosen to carry on the work of that baby. It's said that when Jesus finally got to heaven, the angels asked him who he had left behind to finish what he had started. Just a small band of men and women who love me, he answered. That's all, the angel said, more than a little worried. But what if they should fail? I have no other plans, he said. No other plans. The ongoing work of creation is now in our hands. That's what creative embodiment is all about. We are living out the sacred arts of life when we allow the creative nature of God to be embodied and expressed through us. Creating is not the same as controlling or manipulating. Experienced artists know that they cannot impose their will on the creative process, they must let it lead them. Picasso talked about the absence of planning, an attitude of exploring without trying to reach a specific goal. Here's what he said. When I paint, my objective is to show what I found, not what I was looking for. It is precisely in our finding that we discover God's will which seldom will be what we thought it would be, and if we are open, it will drive us to deeper discoveries and insights. The creative person is one who makes connections and discoveries and first sees them at some almost unreachable level of awareness. The creative person has learned to trust that vision enough to both explore and express it as best and partially as he or she can. 
But let's stop right here for a moment. I mean, all this creative embodiment stuff that I've been talking about is all well and good, but let's face it. With the exception of a few of us who are listening this morning, most of us, I'm certainly including myself here, don't feel very creative and certainly aren't artists in any true sense. I want to share an insight from the realm of football. Not so much because we just had the national championship this last week and and uh, we're having the playoffs today and then the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks, but because it sheds light on the theme for today. There are several kinds of football players, legendary coach Paul Bear Bryant once theorized. There are those who have it and know it, those who have it and don't know it, those who haven't got it and know it, and those who haven't got it and don't know it. He concludes, those who haven't got it and don't know it have won us more games than anybody. (laughs) Actually, they had it, or they could never have played in the first place, but they were not the stars who typically shone in the limelight. They did as most linemen usually do. They just slogged it out in the trenches. The point is, Many of us may appear not to have much creative embodiment, but we do. We all do. How often have we had the urge to act creatively, and yet we didn't follow through? Perhaps we feared what would be revealed about ourselves, or perhaps we didn't want all the hard work that would come as a result of our creativity. I've missed following through on some creative opportunities more times than I care to admit. I can only urge you to allow what you find inside to be born in the world for your creativity, your ideas may be very well in the likeness of God. Many of you are old enough to remember playwright Neil Simon whose work is highly creative and poignant, and he shares these thoughts. Don't listen to those who say, it's not done that way. Maybe it's not, but maybe you will. Don't listen to those who say, you're taking too big a chance. Michelangelo would have painted the Sistine floor, and it would surely be rubbed out by today. Most important Don't listen when the little voice of fear inside of you rears its ugly head and says, they're all smarter than you out there. They're more talented. They're taller. They're prettier, luckier, and have more connections. No, pay no attention to those kind of voices. God's agenda is about creating. It always has been and always will be. So here again the words of Paul from our Ephesians text. I pray that according to the riches of his glories, he may grant you that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his spirit and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. 
Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Christ came as the Word. Words create. Every time you open your mouth and speak a sentence, you have the chance of creating meaning. Love is the greatest motivating force for creativity in the world. I am most creative when I am most loving. When I am less than loving, I am usually less than creative. The former Harvard professor, Pitran Sorokin, spent four years on death row in a Siberian death camp expecting each footfall of a guard outside to be the signal of his execution. But later he wrote in his book, The Ways and Powers of Love, these amazing words. Whatever may happen in the future, I know that I have learned three things which will remain forever convictions of my heart as well as my mind. Life, even the hardest life, is the most beautiful, wonderful, miraculous treasure in the world. Fulfillment of duty is another marvelous thing, marking, making life happy. That is my second conviction. My third is that cruelty, hatred, violence, and injustice never can and never will be able to create. The only way is the road of all giving creative love, not only preached, but consistently practiced. Wow. Wow. Creating brings life and newness. We continue Christ's life and new life when we create and bring new things and new thoughts to life. In God's creating of us, we are in Bodied and endowed with the gift of creating. God creates in us creativity, which is creative embodiment. The question is, whether we know it or not, what will we do with it? What will we do with our creative embodiment? Let us be imitators of Christ, affirming our likeness, in the very image of God, such that our lives will be like living art, expressing the wondrous love of God. May it be so for each and every one of us, now and always. Amen.